Hello friends, welcome to Behind the Mask with Doug Sarver. This is week four, January 18th, 2021. I pray you had a good weekend, and I pray that you will have a very blessed week this week. Uh, Today, we're going to do things a little different again. Uh, Still trying to get the whole uh, what we want to do thing here. Um, Today, I'd like to read a little bit of the book that I tried to write a while back called Behind the Mask by Doug Sarver. Now this came out way before this whole pandemic thing and before we were all wearing masks. So it's kind of ironic. Well, here it goes. When we cross paths with someone we know or may want to know, there are some typical first questions we may ask. Hey, how are you? Hello, long time no see. How have you been? How you do you do? Just to name a few. And we also have some typical responses to these questions. I'm good, fine, just great, to name a couple. However, is this really how you feel at that moment? We may be doing great, we may have some exciting news, or we may be dying emotionally inside, but still we say we are fine. Why do we lie about how we feel? It could be because we fear people won't understand or care about our true feelings. Or it could be because it's the politically correct response to the question. We could also be hiding to keep others from getting hurt because of our pain. But how far should we go when hiding our pain? Are we hiding our deepest hurts from our family and friends? Are we losing interest in every aspect of life so we don't have to bring anyone else down? In reality, the more we hide our feelings, the more we are hurting ourselves and those close to us. You see, even our closest friends and family, they can't tell we are hurting if we are acting like everything is good. I found this little thing that was published um, It's called Being Honest With Yourself, and it was posted on August 28th, 2018, and I don't really know who it is, but the username was BK Sharoma, so I'll give them the credit that uh, they like to talk about this being honest with yourself as as, as a form of integrity. It is impossible for us to people to be people of integrity if we cannot even be honest with ourselves. If we lie to ourselves about our motivations, our weaknesses, our failings, our sins, our hurts, we will find ourselves in all kinds of trouble. By lying to ourselves about these things, we can justify any sin we do or any wrong action we take. I don't really have a problem with my attitude. Everyone just misunderstands me. I know the Bible says this is sin, but my case is special because I'm doing okay. So why do I have to let somebody else in on my hurt? Now, just a little bit of um, that publication. And then uh, I go to another place, and it says, um, 
Bible verses about asking for help. Why don't we ask for help? Sometimes that's because we don't want to feel a burden, uh, feel like a burden. Sometimes we don't want to be turned down. Sometimes we just want to control everything. And some people hate anything that feels like it's a handout. There's nothing wrong with seeking help. In fact, Scripture encourages it. Christians must ask God for help daily because we won't get far in life trying to live off our own strength. And when we put, when God puts you in a situation, he wants you to ask for help. It's never meant for us to do God's will by ourselves. God is the one who guides us in the right path. Here's some quotes that I found that I thought was pretty good. Uh, This one's from Dwight L. Moody. Some people think God does not like to be troubled with our constant coming and asking. The way to trouble God is to not come at all. I liked this one by Rick Okasek. Refusing to ask for help when you need it is refusing someone the chance to be helpful. Think about that. And then there's this one. Be strong enough to stand alone, smart enough to know when you need help, and brave enough to ask for it. By Zayed K. Abdelnour. Sorry if I'm pronouncing the wrong, the words wrong. So I'm just giving you a little bit about asking for help and why it's important and why it's important for us to not try to keep everything inside. Um, today I want to talk about Shelley's life. Shelley is um, a story, part of the book that I tried to write, and um, I'll just give you a little bit about it. So Shelley is a very happily mothered preacher's, uh, I'm sorry, Shelley is a very happily married preacher's wife who loves everybody she meets. Her smile lights up even the darkest rooms. The love of life glows through her whole body, and everybody is happier after being around her. Even though Shelley doesn't have kids of her own, her joy for them shines through every time that she comes across one. Shelley is so full of life and is a great role model for every person out there. To the world, Shelley's the kind of person everybody should try to be like. To the world, Shelley is very successful and full of happiness. But what's behind the mask? See, when Shelley was growing up, her father was an extremely abusive drunk who beat her and her mom almost every night. Shelley would cringe every time her dad would come home. She would hear the cry of her mom being yelled at and thrown across the room. If Shelley were to scream or cry loudly at all, her dad would come in after her. Shelley's mom would always explain that her dad really did love her, but he was just doing, going through some hard times. So for years, Shelley and her mom hid the pain and lied about the bruises that they had. That was until one day, Shelley's mom went to the hospital but didn't return. After a couple of hours, a lady took Shelley aside and made her tell everything that her dad had done to them. After that day, Shelley no longer had a mom nor did she really have a dad. She was placed in foster care 
where she met the nicest family in the whole world. She didn't want to burden this new family, so she kept all the pain and questions from the beatings and losing her family tucked it deep inside of her. Years, la- years later, Shelley graduated high school and went into the ministry where she met her now husband. Shelley's friends and close family still have no idea what she went through as a child. Shelley was too ashamed to say anything. However, she relives the horror and pain almost every night. For many years, Shelley would have nightmares of her dad coming back and beating her to death. But she still refused to tell anybody. She still kept everything inside, so she wouldn't have to burden anybody. Shelley has lived a double life all these years. Even though she knows her husband would never do anything bad, she can't seem to get herself to have kids. So Shelley tells her husband that she doesn't want kids of her own, even though she really does. You see, because Shelley keeps everything inside, she has to lie every day. She has to pretend everything is okay when it still haunts her every night. To the world, Shelley is a model Christian but inside she is dying in pain. Unless Shelley seeks help, she will never truly be happy. Behind the life, behind the mask, Shelley is a deeply lost and hurt. So in this story today, we hear about a girl that went through a lot. But whether you're ashamed, sorryful, hurtful, whatever the reason is. She kept it inside. You know, she she smiled every day. She showed God's love every day. But deep inside, she still hurt. She was in pain. And that's not a way to live. And I like the part where I say that she's lived a double life all these years, you know, it's, it's true. You know? When we're hiding our pain and hiding our sorrow, when we hide what's going on inside of us, we are living a double life. Because to the world, we seem like go-getters. We seem like we're doing great. But behind the mask, every day it gets worse. Because every day that you do not let it out, it digs digs a deeper hole inside of you. The longer you go hiding the true self, hiding what's going on deep in your heart, hiding what you've gone through in your past. The harder it is to keep it down. I know this. Now you, you think that you're really good at hiding and it's no big deal, you know. We've all heard it, time heals all wounds. Well, not necessarily. Because you need to treat the wounds in order to heal them. You need to find what's causing the wound 
keep over uh, opening up. You need to find out and heal the wound correctly. For me, the best way I know to heal the wounds and to go through life better is God. God is always here for you. God is always available. And you know, sometimes I know we can't hear him. We don't know he's there. He's not somebody that touches us and holds us. Okay. If you need that, then find somebody. Do you know that this world is full of loving people who want to help? But if we don't know that you're hurting, we can't help. Sorry, I'm still dealing with some stories that I've dealt with this week and it never ceases to amaze me. When someone decides to end their life I hear it all the time We never knew they were even hurting. They were always happy. They were always joyful. They were the life of the party. Truth is, they were trying really hard to hide their pain. Trying extremely hard to make it so that you didn't know how much they really, really hurt. What does the Bible say about seeking help? You know, I like Psalm 121, verse two. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Matthew 7, 7, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened. But if you don't ask, if you don't seek, if you don't knock, how can you get any better? You know, I can do this on my own. I've always been that kind of person. (laughs) I can get through this, just me and God, you know? Uh, I tell God everything and, and, and He makes it better. He helps me through it. You know, through the years of, of living that I've had, I, I've come to realize, you know, that's, that's a good thing to ask God and tell God everything in your life and to ask Him and seek Him. Open the door, knock, and He will open the door. But sometimes, 
Sometimes God answers by putting someone in our lives. Sometimes God's answer is someone that you don't want to talk with. Someone that you would feel is the worst person to talk about your issues with. You know, I had a friend that (laughs) when I met him and talked with him for a while they were always me, 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 I did this, I'm I'm successful, I'm the best. Follow my ways, you know. He was always talking about how happy he was and how he loved to go out and do this and this and come to find out he was he was in a lot of pain. A lot of pain that he didn't show even his closest friends or family. He lost his his wife. I mean, they just weren't getting along anymore and they ended up in a very, very bad divorce and just made things worse for him. And it, that incident is what actually got my attention to know this guy who I thought loved life maybe a little thought too much of himself but you know I didn't never realized that behind the mask he was dying inside because of the life that he had gone through all of the situations that he had happened to him and then the divorce on top of it just just turned the tables made everything worse you see you never know and now I want to talk to to you people out there that that are doing okay don't think that your friends and your family are all good because they're not reaching out. Don't think that they're all good because they always seem to have a smile on their face. Whatever, they they always say that I had a bad day. You know, they always come up with an excuse. Be the friend that tries to peel back the onions, to get to the core of the apple. Be the friend that isn't afraid to say, hey, you know, you've said that the last two weeks in a row. Can we talk deeper? Because one of the worst things that can happen in your life thinking that you know someone thinking you know them well and finding out that you don't know them at all finding out that it's too late so anyway I kind of had 
gone off my my list today. I'm sorry. Um, but today was all about seeking help. Living a double life is not the way that God intended. God loves you, and He wants you to be happy, truly happy. He wants you to be joyful. He wants you to be able to have a life that you can say, I'm good. Well, maybe not good. But I'm almost there. He doesn't want us to suffer. And He suffers when we suffer. But He can only suffer with us when we let Him. So with this week, please, don't live a double life. Be who you are. If you're hurting, show it. Seek help. And if you're loving life, enjoy it. But also look for the signs because your joy may be what somebody needs right now. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful week. God bless you.